The good folks at Comics for Fun and Profit have been doing two episodes a week um, for quite some time now, and it's all thanks to, first of all, Jason, and second of all, our patrons, who allow us to add the space on our server, broadcast more, store more, share more with you listeners. I'm envious of those of you who have unlimited storage and media server capabilities. We we pay for ours here at at the C4FAP. It ain't cheap. We thank you so much for those of you who go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit and contribute at any level to say thanks, to say I want to be a part of your Slack channel, conversations. I want to get exclusives. I want to get early access. I want to get ad-free access. I want to get swag. I want to get some free stuff. Whatever your reasoning is, we appreciate it at any level because it does make a difference. So from the bottom of Kyle and I and Jason's heart, thank you for contributing. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 778 for Comics originally releasing November the 8th and November the 9th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book store, Drew, is there anything else you've got to catch me up in the old world of comic books? No, but we, we should let our we should put our patrons a special episode of you playing with the game control on your mic for a half an hour that I just had to sit through and listen. Oh, to. you poor guy. That was that was so so scintillating. So I maybe apologize. that'll be a special tier for our patrons that they get to experience that misery that I just had to sit through. I apologize. Some of us have a wonderful voice. They'd like to sound good, and we don't all sound like we're <laughs> snotting on the other end and just slathering. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, we have uh, Aaron Churchill, who says, I thought I'd share some comics news that you may not be aware of. James Tinian and Elsa Sherarite. No. Shreddy? Shreddy A? Shredder. Sheretier. James Tinian and Elsa C have a Kickstarter going for a short horror movie they're making and a comic that goes along with it. Could be one of those James Tinian horror comics that would be worth having down the line. A few variants and all the prices are really good. They are not gouging us. It's called Room Service. And they are funded, fully funded, with only 785 backers with 13 days to go. So it seems like a very good for-profit opportunity. Cool. I had not, I'm not aware of that. So um, that is does sound pretty cool. He also goes on to say, I haven't heard you mention anything about Black Adam. Any thoughts on that? Uh, I haven't seen it. Kyle? Have not seen it. Would like to see it. Have good hopes for it. Also, Henry Cavill is officially back as Superman. Thoughts? But at what co- but at what cost? Who did we lose? We lost him as the Witcher. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now this is only worth it if we get the whole Superman plus Shazam versus Black Adam. That I'm in for. You just you just don't like Henry Cavill as Superman? No, I do, but not at the cost of him no longer being uh, in the Witcher. Ah, I see. Yeah, I thought he was a pretty good Superman. Who was? Who came after? Did somebody come after him? After him, no. Yeah, yeah, he is. Why would he? Why would he not be? 
because he literally said this will be my last film and then he did it and then moved on and oh. now we go back so we, yeah we're gonna do like a man of steel man of steel 2 right man of steel 2 electric boogaloo i, I believe so yes there we go and he says also oh, share your thoughts on ezra miller no just kidding Don't nut job step on that land absolute <laughs> nut job <laughs> But I didn't really like Autistic Flash either, so I mean. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I still think it's going to come out, right? It hasn't got, gotten canned quite yet, has it? It has definitely gotten canned. Oh, did it? Yeah. Well, that's what he's so that's what he's talking about. I missed that. Oh yeah, that's old movie. Old. So um, they've actually they've actually canceled the film. Yeah, you type in Flash movie, and the first thing that comes up is canceled. Wow. Oh, maybe has Flash been canceled despite Batgirl being shelved, even though the film was supposedly complete. The Flash is still on track for release. It is scheduled for June 2023. So you just so so it's so it's not canceled. It was and now it's not. It is not canceled. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, Jason says, uh, Hollywood comes knocking on your door and wants to make a what actors would you like to play you in the movies? Obviously, Bradley Cooper. I mean, <laughs> obviously, that's for me. But who would play you, Kyle? <laughs> Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> he is massively talented. I would take that. Yeah. Um, and what would you like to call the movie? What's fappening? No, wait, that's not good. Um, uh... <laughs> Still specking? <laughs> no, no. Perpetu- perpetually organizing. Yeah, it's uh, this is gonna flop. This is gonna, this is yeah. gonna be a big flop. Even, even. There will, there shall become match. a trend here soon of movies based on podcasts. So we must be prepared. We should get in on the ground floor of that then. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll probably go. They might go to some of the bigger names first, but we've got to be in the top ten, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll have my agent just ready to rock. You have an agent? Don't, that's awesome. You, you don't? No. <laughs> Man, that's why I get screwed in my last contract. I'm making zero dollars here. Shoot. <laughs> All right, Kyle, let's slide over to Marvel and see what Marvel has. For their November for January previews. Yeah, Drew and I like to pull up the previews catalog during the given month and see what's coming out two months down the line for any giving publisher. Um, sometimes it seems like we just uh, make fun of them, but that's not our intention. Our intention is to find uh, good things coming out in a couple months. But lately it's been a lot of, what? It's been rough. It's been rough. Yeah, so um, we have our... January 2023 Marvel. So let's see what we can get here. A couple things. Oh my, we've got... Huh. That's a cool little Disney cover. But we are starting again where Drew always liked to start. Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. SM17. Zeb Wells and Ed McGinnis. That's a good team. Still got JRJR doing the art. Looks pretty good to me. Doing an homage that's literally the exact same cover? Might be. Might be. Doesn't, I mean, it's tough to be an homage when there's no real difference. Is he homaging himself? Is that his cover? Yeah. His dad's cover? 
Dad's cover, I think. Yeah. I think you get to do that as much as you want. Like, but you got to put your own spin on it. Do you? Yeah. I just said okay. that. Yeah. I mean, that's true because sometimes, like, I don't give a, a lot of nepotism a pass, you know? Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't give him, I shouldn't give him a pass. You're right. Yeah. You are 100% right. Because being too so- easy. The big the big theme, I think, with this month, as we've already seen on uh, a couple of things, is going to be these Disney 100 covers. You know, we see it on the, the digital third page of our previews where we have the Avengers with, you know, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, Daisy, and Pluto. Um, they're very, very, very well done. They're very, very throwback. And they are going to be the thing that sells this month. So, um, and, and it's going to get um, Disney people. So yeah, it's going to get Disney files. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you I you I don't have trouble getting them. It is. I will have to see the order form because as of now, it's just saying them as it's not saying ratioed. So it would be a bunch of money, but man, it would be. Depending on how many there are, I would like to probably have all of them. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I will, look, I will look into that and see if Eric will create me a bundle. Oh, he would. He would do that. It just depends on how many they are, really. Yeah, because like, I don't see one for 18. I see one for ASM 17, and then I don't see one for uh, Golden Goblin. Things like yeah. that. So we'll try to pull those out as we go as well, because I'm curious about that. Because Disney seeing, people are nuts. Yeah, I've not seen a lot of them so far. Yeah, we're on page four. Well, I, I'm I'm on ten. Oh, jeez, okay. I was looking uh, for I was looking for you, man. I was looking I for you. I was like, are there any more Disney's for Kyle? I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But yeah, now I'm looking down here, and this is dark web stuff. I don't think I looked. I don't think I liked this last time. No, we were. Not big on it. Yeah, and it goes on and on until we get to Avengers War Across Time, which is Paul Levitz and Alan Davis. Yeah. That's a five-issue series, six bucks a piece. Scarlet Witch gets to see a new series. And that is a pretty, pretty Ivan Tao cover. That is the variant, one of the variants. As the Virgin variant by Evan Tao. Oh, that, oh, that's what that is. That's not the regular A cover. Correct. That is the variant, but it's awesome. I do like. It, it reminds me of the Sinkovich from back in the mm-hmm. early '90s, maybe. Yeah. Interior arts. Not bad. Flashy, not bad. I mean, for a uh, forty-page book. It looks like we have three of the pages where nothing really happens. <laughs> so this is ongoing, right? Yes. Yes. Steve Orlando, Sarah Pacelli, Steve Orlando is not my favorite. On the the heels of the uh, Quantumania trailer, we have the Wasp number one, Al Hewing, doing this four issue series. I like that throwback cover. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that's pretty nice. I like that. 
Oh man, we have Joe Fix It number one of five issues. That's pretty cool. Peter David, Yildre Sinar on the art. Peter David is doing a greatest hits tour of all his cool Hulk story characters that he's created and mm-hmm. dusting them off and giving them um, some minis. So this will be fun. Gone are the ripped up shorts of the Hulk of yore. This enforcer prefers the slick suave of a nice pinstripe suit. And it's just $4. Yeah, not bad. Invincible Iron Man number two. Stephanie Hans with the homage on this Miles Morales by Spider-Man number two. Okay. That's, uh, yeah, homage to Spider-Man one, right? Yeah, correct. Arlington. Girl gets two. Oh, man. Come on. Come on, artistic people. So one of these variant covers is by Rico, not spelled how you would think, Drew. It's an R, a one, a C, and a zero. Why? Yeah. Why? I will specifically never buy his covers because that's dumb. So dumb. Yeah. Or her. Yeah. It's hard to say when it's alphanumeric. Yeah. Or perhaps it's run through AI. Yeah, it could be. Monica Rambo Photon, number two. Oh, I like the Miracle Man action figure variant. Ooh, that's pretty nice. That is a very good, good old John Tyler Christopher doing a very good job. Stephanie Hans with the variant cover on that is very good as well. Yeah, she's cranking them out. Yeah, no doubt. So we don't know what art germs is for the Avengers 64, do we? We do not have that. Sins of Sinister comes up on page 28. It's Kieran Gillen. This was mm-hmm. the this was the cover of this catalog. Um, it's the end of the world as we know it, and at least. Sinister feels fine for now. Can that last? Especially when you discover that he really is his own worst enemy. The universe melting X event. Oh, that's why I don't care. Another X event. Another X event. X Force 36, Exterminators 5, Immortal X Men 10, Legion of X 9, Marauders 10. God. Another classic homage there to Days of Future Past. X-Men 18, Sabretooth 3, X-Men Red 10, Wolverine 29, Extreme, X-Men 3. Anytime one of these comes out, you just let me know. I'm skimming them. Classic homage to giant-sized X-Men on X-Men Extreme 3. Murder World, Wolverine number one. So... Just anybody with claws is. Yeah. 
gas. We need to get X23 a book again. Yes, 100%. Oh, I like Treadmore, but these uh, Doctor Strange covers are... Yeah, not great. Uh, I'll say they're over my head. Hulk 11. That's Otley. They haven't all been Otley, have they? No. Doing the writing? He doesn't do the writing. New printing for facsimile of Incredible Hulk number one, in case you didn't get it. And that's, I think that's a no-brainer. you got to get that one. What yeah. They, what they charge you for? They only charge you $4. $4. So what are they doing? $4 for 32 is it Is it DC that's... Seven and action one and all that. Yeah, they were printing some there. They were they were doing some thick books and, and yeah, uh, charging a ton. Yeah, I guess because the books are a lot a little thicker. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Spider Man for the Dan Slot Bagley. I haven't read this one yet, but I I have high hopes. You skipped over Avengers 2, Wonder Man and the Beast. I did. I did. I skipped over a lot because yeah. not a lot here for me. I am uh, still skimming until I get to... I guess... Strange number 10... On page 57. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first one I'm reading. And uh, then Moon Knight. All Jed McKay, really. There's my She-Hulk, which I enjoy a lot. Daredevil, which I'm enjoying. All buried, though. Predator. That's still good. Enjoy that. Then your Star Wars stuff. Ah, the wars. It's a good moon night. Yeah. And you're getting like four covers for moon night. It's not a often thing, so that's cool. Yeah. I'm current on Andor, by the way. What's your thoughts? Oh, man, I love it. It's so I mean, good. I got to sit down and do it. I, I mean, just, it's, it's... Every it's time a, I sit down, I fall asleep. <laughs> it's moment. a bummer that I'm waiting week to week, so... Mm-hmm. It was it was a blast to binge. Gotcha. It was a so but doing doing the first six in a row, I think gets you through the first caper. Six or seven gets you through the first caper, and that's real fun. Very real fun. cool. But yeah, I can you can tell it's they're not gonna button this up completely by the end. There's only three episodes left and uh it's definitely gonna catapult into the next season. Gotcha. But the Easter eggs are fun, and even I can catch some of them. You'll catch a lot more. Very possible. Some cool stuff in the Star Wars. Of course, uh, High Republic being the big one you got to get. Is that it, really? Um, That is really it. Wow. And that's uh, so, super disappointing. Yeah, so I guess the Disney only really had the one Avengers cover. 
I thought so, they'd do some more with that, but I can go out on a limb and say he could probably bundle that for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, there is uh, the regular and the black and white. So. Yeah. Um, did uh, CBSI drop their top ten? I don't think they did. Did they? They did not. So well, then let's just blow them off and let's go right into the cover price. Yeah, Cover Price gives us their top 10. Looking at our secondary market, we will start with number 10, and it is Strange Academy Finals, number one, the Peach Momoko 1 in 50. Um, For a 1 in 50 that hasn't been out very long, we're seeing prices as high as $145, um, and then the ability to maybe snag it and get it for 86, and we have uh, Magic, M-A-G-I-K, on the cover. It's a very good cover. So, um, my boy, Ed Pisker, mm-hmm. the Comics Kayfabe crew, interviewed Peach Momoko. Um, mm-hmm. And she was, uh, she's Japanese, doesn't speak English, mm-hmm. and was working while they were doing the interview. And she was working in the dingiest of, like, offices like oh yeah yeah it was just like you remember the like the crappy wood paneling we had when mm-hmm. we were growing up in our rooms yeah like that kind of like decor <laughs> and like some shit on the walls and it's like geez peach what are you doing with your comic your cover money yeah because she's doing like 60 covers a month yeah yeah and um yeah it didn't look like they were too Putting a lot of money into the uh, the workspace. <laughs> it was really interesting. But she was like the working game. the whole time. She was answering questions. That's awesome. I'll have to check that out. At rank nine, we have Marvel Premiere number forty-seven from nineteen seventy-nine. Of course, Quantum Mania is on the horizon. It is fitting we would see the first appearance of Scott and Cassie Lang pop up on our list. Oh, it's all the so, way back to seventy-nine. I didn't realize. He'd been yeah. Long. High sale of $2,400 for a CGC 9.8 and Rawls just north of $100. Young Avengers number six coming in at rank number eight. This is a 2005 book. The hype for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is palpable. With Cassie Lang prolific in the recent trailer, it lends some credence to a possible Young Avengers appearance in the future. As first seen in this issue, she takes on the moniker of Stature based on her massive stature attributed to taking the Pym particles. We we had Young Avengers 6 for another reason, right? Different version of Young Avengers 6. Yeah, that was... uh, Oh, it was Young Avengers Presents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. But still in the same, yeah. what are they going to do with the Young Avengers thing? Um, but this one with uh, Stature, CGC 9.8, $200 and over 30 bucks for this book from 2005. Cool. Um, Moon Knight Annual number 1, the Sienkiewicz 1 in 25. I uh, saw going for double ratio up to 50 bucks, um, but you saw some people pick it up for 20, which is less than ratio, so that's crazy. Um, but a very good looking, uh, looking annual book. This one's close to my heart, Drew, from 1979, The Micronauts. 
This book has been a dollar bin staple for years, but recently has had some new life breathed into it. With the return of the Quantum Realm and the upcoming Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, there is some speculation that we might get a live-action appearance of the Micronauts, specifically uh, Articus Ron, who first appeared in this book. The community feels now is the time to introduce the Micronauts, a former action figure series that received a comic adaptation. 21 copies moved on the secondary market. High sale of 225 receipts for a CDC 9.8. And some you can pick up for just south of 20 bucks. That's it for a fairy fine. Yeah. So you can do better than that. Well, they are pretty beat up, the ones I, we have, I think. They've been read and then read again. Yeah. Avengers number six from 2010. Marvel has slowly laid the groundwork for young Avengers appearing in the MCU. One late but significant member of the Young Avengers roster was a royal in every sense. First appearing in this book is Azara T'Challa, the son of Black Panther and a certain mutant named Storm. While many theorize we may see a version of this character in the new Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, though there is little to no evidence to prove this, including the fact that we don't have mutants yet, but who knows? Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but let's squash that. That's where you know this is why the speculators make that big money, taking these chances. CGC nine point eight is two hundred and fifty dollars fair market value, twenty seven bucks. We saw over two dozen copies moving on the secondary market last week. West Coast Avengers forty five. Of course, this is uh, the the lovely vision white vision cover on the front. Last time this book appeared on this list was before the release of Multiverse of Madness. Since he didn't appear in that film, this book faded into the background for a while. Per deadline, The Vision will be receiving a new series on Disney Plus with the working title of Vision Quest. Can't, hmm. That can't be the no. That can't be the title. That'll have to change. We are poo-pooing that title. Of course, the vision was last seen in WandaVision, a distinct ghostly white lacking in the memories that made the vision the vision. With this book being the first appearance of White Vision, the community can't help but assume that this is where Marvel will be picking up that storyline. 36 copies in the secondary market, high sale of $235 for just a 9.6, and Raw is almost hitting $50. Geiger, number one from Image, this book has been optioned. There is a green light, and the cover A is still selling good. 43 copies in the secondary market, $115 for a CGC 9.8, 12 bucks for your little Rawls that have only been sitting there for a year or so. Can't beat that. I remember getting quite a few cover A's, and I was obsessed a little bit with the -the glow-in-the-dark cover, so I picked up a few of those, too, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a big one. At rank two, we have Astonishing X-Men number three from 2004. Um, This book features the first, quote-unquote, cameo of S.W.O.R.D. and one Abigail Brand, a prevalent lead agent. Abigail Brand is quite the character, one who appears to be a mutant and can take spirit fingers to the next level with full-blown flaming fists. 34 copies. $110 $110 for a CDC 9.8, $16 for a roll. And Astonishing X-Men 6 from 2004, which is the book just three away from our number two. For months, rumors 
of who exactly Amelia Clark will be playing in the MCU circulated thanks to recent Secret Invasion branded gifts posted on the Marvel Tenor account of all things. We have something close to a confirmation that Amelia Clark will be playing Abigail Brand in the upcoming Secret Wars. Fans love having some semi-solid information, and it was enough to send them to the aftermarkets to secure her first quote-unquote full appearance in this book, along with the agency S.W.O.R.D. While we got our first taste of S.W.O.R.D. and WandaVision, we appear to be in for a lot more. 61 copies moving on the secondary market. $235 for CGC 9.8, and you're already paying over 20 bucks for this. Isn't Secret Wars like two or three years off? No. Yeah, probably two. Yeah, you're probably two. I don't think it's three. But we're going to tie into it. I mean, we got some stuff to do. Yeah, Avengers Secret Wars delayed to May 2026. Yeah. Will Amelia Clark still be a uh, actress in 2020? <laughs> you thinking she retires by then? Four years from now. I mean, it's hard to pl- it's hard to plan spec around a movie that may or may not come out in four years. Yeah. Just me. Maybe maybe I'm poo pooing it. At rank eleven, we have Star Wars Visions number one. Kyle called this one. This is the NYCC Comic Corner 800 Limited version. So it's going for 345 bucks for a raw, which is pretty good. Um, Spawn number one, 92. Little thing we like to call Spawn. 21 copies sold of this. High sale of 252 for a CGC 98. Raw's going around 30 bucks. Rank 13, we have Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man number one, Peach Mom Mocha 1 and 25. Uh, 20 additional copies sold. I sell 33 bucks for a raw. Uh, rank 14, we have Batman and Robin number one, The Frank Quietly. One of my favorite comics of all time. <laughs> it is one, it's a great run. Mm-hmm. This is This is Professor Pig. Yep. Okay. yep. Twelve, twelve copies sold. Uh, high sale of twenty-five bucks for plus raw. At rank fifteen, we have Star Wars Darth Vader number three, Darth Doctor Afra. This is eighteen additional copies of this sold. High sale three hundred bucks for CGC nine eight. Um, Raws run around a hundred dollars, so pretty darn good. At rank 16, we have Star Trek number one, that David Aha we were in love with. Such a good cover. Uh, 14 additional co- copies sold, high sale 15 for a raw. Uh, Geiger one, the glow in the dark. Kyle hey, Geiger. there we are. Yeah. 12 more copies sold, high sale 55 bucks for CGC 98, and raws around 10. Uh, rank 18, we have Amazing Spidey 252. Um, this is. Oh, black black suit. Yeah, one of the first black suits, of course. And ten additional copies of this one sold. High sale of four fifty. Oh, Damn. Sold it for six. Um, fair market two thirty seven. Uh, let's see. Justice Society of America number one from two thousand six comes in at rank nineteen. Uh, it's all first appearance. Uh, who's this? Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Black Adam. And 12 additional copies sold of this. 
I sell eighty nine ninety nine for a CDC nine eight. Uh, near Mint Raws at twelve. And rounding out the top twenty, we have Wolverine number one from nineteen eighty two. Um, the first solo series, the four issue mini, classic. Um, twelve additional copies sold. We're sell selling this for seven hundred eighty dollars for a CTC nine eight, and just raws are going for one hundred five. It was a ten dollar book. Not that long. Ago. Not that long ago. <laughs> feel like it was. Doesn't feel like it was. Like, maybe it was. Doesn't feel like. Kyle's FOC time. Of course, FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last little ability to add a few things to our order and see what we think we need. I'm going to head on over to our good friends at Lunar Distributions and look at their FOC and see if I can find anything within our DC stuff. And I'm also pulling up my handy little PDF we got from our good friends at Cowbunga Comics uh, and see if there's anything else I need to add. Of course, I love that Batman 130, the uh, Laura Braga holiday variant sitting in front of the Christmas tree. I love that. I was looking at the Del Auto. I didn't see that one. Oh, that's nice, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So many. So many yeah. covers for 130. Oh, we, got a, we put Spawn on the cover, didn't we? I was going to say Spawn is on the cover G. Love the connecting variants for Batman and the Joker, the Deadly Duo. These two Kelly Jones covers that go together. It's very cool. Oh, those are connecting. Yep, I see that now. Facsimile for Brave and the Bold, number 28. What's Hayden Sherman doing with this cover C of Urban Legend 22? Uh, it looks like we have essentially a high school yearbook cover. Interesting. And here you go, Drew. Dark Crisis War Zone number one. The old one shot. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I kind of like the Green Lantern table lamp. <laughs> That's all you can also mount that on the wall. I like that. Kind of neat. Bad boys cost two hundred and nineteen dollars. Damn, it better Dang. be perpetual light. <laughs> no kidding. Ah, detective gets an annual. We don't even give it another cover either. Just the annual buy it or don't buy it <laughs> thanks for playing awesome gotham city year one third issue I'm trying to figure out the Joker thing that they're revisiting again. Yeah, Joker, the man who stopped laughing. I'm trying to figure yeah. out what's going on and <laughs> the cover ahead. I can't figure it out. Oh, there's Justice Society of America. So that should be. I mean, people are excited about that. That like that old school team. So I hope it, I hope it does it justice. Who's who's doing the writing? Is it somebody that's? Yeah, Jeff Johns. He's good. He'll do it. <sighs> 
I do like the Lee Bermejo Joker, the man who stopped laughing, number three, the uh, Joker as Santa Claus and the little boy dressed up as Robin crying on his... It's uh, very well done. So Monkey Prince is now a 12-issue limited series. Was it always? Nope. Actually, I think it always was. Nightwing gets an annual... A couple covers. Yeah. Looks like Midnighter gets more than he does. Or actually, I don't know if it's Midnight or not. Is that Heartless? Mm. From the design cover stock? Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Great Poison Ivies. Man. Okay, now we're gonna go. We're gonna. Superman Kal-El returns as a special. It's in time for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's in time for. I don't know. When's it coming out? Uh, comes out. Yeah, end of after yeah. Thanksgiving. So kind of. Yeah, time for the holidays. Right before December starts. Yep. Feel good. Let's have Superman back. Okay. Nothing mind shattering there. Let's check out our good friends in image. I understand the t shirt. The one that says eat trash? Uh, I guess one of the characters must have had the had that shirt. Finished it. Did it come in? Read that first one yet? I'm trying to think if I even. I don't think I know anything about plush. No. Serial killer cannibalistic furries. Okay. Eek. Doug Wagner, Nathan Hilliard, and Rico Renzi. The water's back for Christine. Yeah, not much in that. Is this the fifth week? Must be. <laughs> Pretty bad. Gives us Know Your Station number one, which is uh, Leona Kangas and Sarah Gailey. I remember Sarah Gailey from Eat the Rich, and Leona Kangas is on that true cult that I'm reading right now, which I like. So that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, down with the super rich. So let's kill them. Yeah, I'm 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 on board. I'm on board with this one. Know your station. Cool. From Dark Horse, we have Star Wars: High Republic Adventures number one. Daniel Jose Older writing that one. 
Which one was that? Star Wars High Republic Adventures mm-hmm. number How one. How is that another High Republic number one? Yeah. Oh, because it switched from IDW. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense now. Like, didn't they just do a High Republic Avengers? IDW gives us Dead Seas number one. This is Bon Scott, Nick Brokenshire. I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Might be finishing up. I don't know. Is it Colt or Cavalt? Well, yeah, it's Travu Cavalt, <laughs> but it's I go True Colt. I know, I'm just fine. I can't. Ooh. Otherwise, I can't pronounce it. Love that Bjorn Barons Alien Four cover. A. Eh? Yeah. Dark Web of X-Men 1. Dropping. I, for one, hope it sells horribly and they stop. (laughs) Invincible Iron Man, the Jerry Duggan run, starts here. I do... Right? No. No. It all ends. Says it all ends. Yeah. Um, I like the uh, Bob Layton, where you have the different Mark ones, kind of chilling there. Yeah. I think that's a very good cover as well. I like that. It's connecting. So some there's, there's another one that has the rest of them. Probably. Miracle Man Silver Age number one going to a second print. We're not getting the cover on that one. Yeah, and the annual, Moon Knight annual gets a second print. We do get the cover on. I see Marvels. I'm very in one shot. Yeah, this Catman and Kitten one shot is intriguing. <laughs> Does check Kyle's cat boxes. <laughs> I like a good cat box. <laughs> and our smaller publishers. Continue to disappoint. This first born. 
Pliskin. Ian E. Pliskin. Mm. And Luke of the Sala. Uh, the writer and artist of Heavy Metal Drummer. Oh, that's cool. Base number one, Scout Comics. I don't love. I don't love that cover. All right, Drew, you find anything else? Uh, wow, Worlds in Harem is on volume 14. Jeez. <laughs> well, I am going to go with uh, Know Your Station. Boom. Sarah Gailey, Liana Kangas. And I'm going to go with Star Wars Adventures number one from Dark Horse again. Back into the dark. Yeah. Shot to uh, take the mantle with the Dark Horse. Yep. All right, Drew. Normally we'd pop over and we'd. uh, Check out our good friends at Comic Book Invest and see their their uh, top ten, but they only ain't got nothing for us today. So I think there's only one more thing to do, Drew, and that's to uh, head on over to our sneak peek. What do you think? I think we should do that. Yeah. All right. Stuff I'm heading on the eighth, right, for DC. Yep. Heading over to Lunar Distributions, finding the things released on the eighth, and see what we can find in there. Batman Inc. Um, I really like the preview issue we got. And I didn't love issue one, so I'm, I'm hoping issue two kind of writes the ship for me. Very cool. But, but you know I have trouble with teen books anyway. Sometimes they work. <laughs> so it's probably a me problem more than a book problem. Batman Urban Legends hits 21, and Batman v. Robin is at issue 3. That Mario Fox Facility cardstock is pretty cool with Red Hood on the cover. It's all tattered and torn. Oh, they did a whole series of these. Yeah. Stephanie Brown, Nightwing. Those are really great. Mm-hmm. All cardstock. That'd be a fun series to have. That would be. Yeah, kill for them. Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, six of seven. Detective 38 getting its facsimile edition. It is a $7 book. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
like all four of those Batman versus Robins old school, but mm-hmm. can't pick one. I would like the bundle. Yeah. Nice house on the lake, 11. Almost there. To the end. Now, this is the last Superman Son of Kal-El, right? Because we're going to do the... The other one, the, the special. Was it 17 or 18? Is 18 the only one? I don't know. One of them's going to be the end. <laughs> Somewhere around here. Yeah. Was that Wildcast number one? Oh, that's right. There's the. Uh, you doing it? That's all I have from Lunar DC stuff. Yeah, not not a ton. All right, let's head on over, and I'm gonna dig through a little bit of image as well. Dark Ride number one going to a second print. Gospel number one is Will Mur- Will Morris. And it's um, inspired by the work of Hayao Miyazaki, set in the during King Henry VIII's reign. Fantasy. I don't know. Probably not my no, not my speed. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Love everlasting's back with issue four. That's been really cool. A lot of fun. Call Kicker's coming back for one shot. Yeah. Jim Sub's old book. Man. Tenth anniversary special. Okay. That makes sense. Because it, yeah, we were just doing the podcast when this thing came out. School Spawn cover there for. Two Graves, Genevieve Valentine and Ming Doyle, Nanny Wu cover. Illustrated with com- competing points of view, Nanny Wu and Ming Doyle. That's interesting. Clever. Yeah. I'm curious if it's a revenge book because I assume it's taken off of the classic saying when you look for revenge, you dig two graves. Oh, okay. I didn't, yep. Or at least that's what pops into my head when I, when yeah. I... that's probably what they're going for. I am interested in this Firefly book, but I don't know. Because I love the river character, so. Yeah, yeah, that works. But eight bucks, come on, boom. You're kidding me. Yeah. Transformers Best of Shockwave. Is Shockwave a Decepticon or a? Decepticon. 
Axe Judgment Day. Shockwave is the the character who's one of my favorite covers. Um, it's the one where he's standing and he's still on Cybertron and he's got etched into the wall. All are dead. Oh, okay. Fantastic Four relaunches with Ryan North. Alex Ross, great Alex Ross covers. Again, it's tough to choose. Yeah, yeah, we got some really good local comic book shop day stuff, but I don't know if they're necessarily out yet. They're just shipping. Yeah. Facsimile for New Mutants 98. Star Wars High Republic. Dynamite gives us Lord of the Jungle number one. Some dude cheesecake covers this time. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But no no uh no cosplay variant. Yeah. Yeah, not representing. <laughs> Get out there, guys. I mean, I guess I could take my shirt off. And there you go. The new billionaire island. This is um, called Cult of Dogs. So it's um, the new Mark Russell. Revisiting that world. Got some crazy gun honey books. It's on the third cover and a second printing of the second cover for Gun Honey. I'll just go ahead and just put a naked cover out there. They they probably bag it and do. No, okay. Cut right to the chase, I guess. Yeah. Kilchella, number one from uh, Scout Comics. I'm assuming that's taken off of Coachella. A group of friends drive up from Los Angeles to attend an ultra-trendy music festival in the Coachella Valley Desert. They soon faced a bloody night of terror when a reclusive pop star making her big return after five years recruits her most uh, fanatical devotees to assist in a massive human sacrifice ritual. Right. I'd be fine with most people go, who go to Coachella dying, but we'll see. <laughs> Traveling to Mars by Ablaze is another Mark Russell book. This one's um, about pet store manager who becomes the first person to set foot on Mars. Mm. He's terminally ill, and there has because because he's terminally ill, he has no expectation of returning. That's why they chose him. Clever. 
Specs number one from Boom Comics. In this mysterious new series from David Booher, who we know from Kanto and the new Firefly, and artist Chris Shahan from House of Slaughter, what happens when a couple of misfit teens mail order a pair of X-ray glasses and realize they've received much more than they bargained for? Small Ohio town. Yeah. Why is this down here? Why is it not in the boom section? That's what I was just looking at. Yeah. Wait a minute. Very strange. But this is probably Diamond getting confused. Which it does say boom entertainment, not boom studios also. Is that a th- is that a thing? I don't know, my dude. Hmm. Very cool. I found a few things. Yeah. All right, Drew, what's the one thing you want to talk about, though? I'm going to go with Mark Russell's uh, Traveling to Mars from a Blaze. That tickles my fancy. And I'm going to go with Specs number one from Boom. It just like seems it. kind of interesting. And you, you had me at Small Ohio Town. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and myself as we go through our picks of this week, following all the latest news in the comic book world and all the little tie-ins to all we're finding in Quantumania trailers and all kinds of good fun stuff there. We thank you and invite you to come along with us next week. So for Drew and for myself, see ya. Our good friend, friend of the show, David Donovan, sent us a a press release. Um, If you remember, he is the founder an organizer for Huracan and not, not Hurricane Ian down in Florida, but Hurricane Sandy, I believe it was Sandy that was, um, that hit New York a while ago. Correct. Yep. And they are doing renovations to the church up there, his church, uh, Beth, Bethany, New York, Bethany Congressional Church of East Rockaway, New York. Um, so Hurricane is back and is going to take place November 19th. From 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. in Bethany Congressional Church, 100 Main Street, East Rockaway, New York. Uh, For a $5 donation, you get in. Lots of comic guests, comic uh, comics for sale, um, cosplaying going on, fun stuff. And all proceeds go to uh, rebuild the church to its former glory. Um, So please... Check that out and support them if you can. Um, if you want to reach out to David and help in some other way, you can give him a call, uh, 516-209-1587, or send him an email, huracon, H-U-R-R-I-C-O-N, at yahoo.com. Support Huracan 2022. Um, it's for a good cause, man. It's comics. It's for a good cause. Do it. Absolutely. 